Welcome to the Manager Map Podcast Show. The show is designed to give you solutions to your day-to-day management and leadership problems. It's hosted by Matthew Haddock, a frontline manager and leader with over 25 years of experience. If you're ready, then let's get on with the show. Welcome to the Manager Map Podcast Show. This week is another one of the YouTube audios, so we'll give you a bit of a chance to dive in or dive back into delegation. So without any more delay, let's get on with this week's show. Welcome to the Manager Matt Podcast Show. I hope you're doing well and getting the results you want through your teams. Well, this week's show, we're going to explore the ideas of delegation. This is the third part of the big five of management. We've covered one-to-ones and feedback in earlier shows. If you want to go back and listen to them, just click on the links below or above or wherever they are, and you can have a look at those links and have a listen to me going through feedback and one-to-ones. Feedback and one-to-ones are all designed to build trust with your teams when it comes to getting the best out of them. And the last one in this three is delegation. So how does delegation work in all this? Well, it's very difficult, as you know, as a manager, to let go of the work that you're doing because, obviously, you think you can do it the best. And maybe that's so. But as soon as you move into the realms of leadership and management, you have to be aware that you're not the doer anymore. No, you're going to have to get others to do. Most of the time, you're going to be delivering results through others' work. Therefore, you need to be able to delegate that work to them. But what does delegation really mean? Well, the first thing to do is to park your ego when it comes to delegation. And this can be very difficult if you've moved through the ranks of a business and got to a point where you've been really successful by doing good things. The issue now is how and what do you delegate? Because obviously you don't want to delegate everything and you don't want to delegate nothing. So what is the fair balance? Well, the first thing to look at is what is important and urgent? So a simple four-box matrix that you'll have seen before where you have the important and urgent and low and high is a good starting place when it comes to delegation. What are the really important things that are really urgent and need your skill in it to deliver? Those are the things you need to be doing. What are the things that are less important but still need to be done quickly? Should you do them or can you delegate that to somebody else? That's a way of doing it. And of course, at the bottom of the matrix is things like low um, importance and low urgency. Those are definitely things you need to be moving on and getting rid of. And the idea of delegation is not to get rid of the stuff you don't want to do. You're not trying to just get rid of the stuff that you can't be bothered at. You're trying to find the right balance between stuff that you can add value to and stuff that others can add value to. Remember, if you've got into a management position, you've probably been given more money. More responsibility normally means more money. Therefore, the business wants to make sure they're getting the bang for the buck. Now, if you're doing jobs that should be done by a lower paid person, then obviously the company's not getting an advantage out of that. So make sure that you're going in there and looking at what is the important and urgent things and what the skills are that you've got and what the pay is that you should be doing. And then you start looking at the idea of Delegating to the person with the right strengths. You can't be an expert at everything. 
That's just not possible. You may have some really, really good, strong strengths, and that's fine. And you can still do those strengths. But you've got team members who will have similar or better strengths. I'm not great with the accountant part of the business. Therefore, you make sure you delegate that part to someone who does know well about the numbers, does have a good eye for detail, and can make sure that he's getting that part of the job done right. So look at the team and figure out their strengths. So this is another good chance to get out your matrix and look at the talent that you've got. What are their strengths? What are they good at? What can they really deliver well? And what are the chances that they should be taking on some of that work when you look at delegating that work to them? Remember, it's not getting rid of the stuff you don't want to do. You're still going to be doing stuff you don't want to do because that's work. You sometimes have to do stuff you don't like. Sorry, it comes with the paycheck. So what else do you look at when you're doing this? Well, a good point of order is to look at a racy model. So a racy model looks at responsibilities, accountabilities, the consultation and the information part of it. And the idea of doing a race is to say, what part of this delegation should I be doing in regard to what am I actually accountable for? So what is my responsibility and accountability in this? And at some point you might say, well, it's worth giving that work to somebody else. Now, if you take the whole idea of accountability, managers are going to be accountable and your directs are going to be responsible. So the accountability will always sort of stop with you, which is fine. That, again, comes with the territory of the promotion. So what you start doing is start thinking to yourself, I'm accountable for this, but who can I make responsible to make it happen? And that, again, is another sort form of, uh, uh, of delegation. Now, naturally, delegation comes. If you're a senior level in an organisation, you're going to have a direct underneath you who have departmental um, uh, duty. So you'll have an engineering manager, an operations manager, technical, supply chain, health and safety, CI, health, human resources maybe. All those things mean that they will have their specialists and they'll be doing those jobs for you. And inside their teams will be specialists within there. And this is the natural hierarchy of accountability and their natural hierarchy of making sure you delegate correctly. Big pitfalls that come is when people fail to delegate correctly. They think they can take everything on. So a good example is someone who maybe owns the business or is a single person who trades and has grown the business over time. They find it very difficult to let go of some of the stuff they've done. And that means you're leading yourself down to basically not getting the work done correctly or on time because they tried to do too much. Personally, burning that person out because, again, they've taken on far too much responsibilities and they can't get the things done. So be aware of that. As a manager, and you, if you've done it for a few years, you know the role, you know what you're doing, don't try to take everything on yourself. You've got to get to a point where you think, yes, I need to delegate this. And on the reverse, the person being delegated to needs to think of it as a good thing to get delegated to. Because the giving the work to them means that you trust that person because you do good one-to-ones and you've used feedback to make that person aware that they are trusted to get things done. Therefore, it's a great idea for them to take on more accountability and more delegation and get the, through the work that way. I mean, what you've got to think of is, as your team, you can have a, a team full of absolute stars, absolutely brilliant. But if every one of the team just plays one position, you're not going to have much success. So you need to make sure that your team has spread this out. They know what they've got to do and they know that delegations come into them. But how do you actually delegate? 
So when it comes to the delegation part of it, this again is about the idea of trust, about openness, having conversations with people. Most of the time, people will have got the job title will understand that if it says technical in their name, they'll be doing technical things. If it says warehousing, they'll be doing warehousing things. But the actual delegation to the next level is what you would have to do. So you're going to give that person the jobs or the, 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 the work that they need to get through. And to do that, don't try to sugarcoat it. Don't try to hide it. Be very much upfront and say, this is the roles that you're doing. These are the jobs I want you to do. It's clear that you've got the skills to do it. It's clear that you've got the ability to do it. Therefore, I'm going to give you this role or this is going to be the delegation you're going to do. You might get some pushback. You might get people saying, I don't want to do that. That's not my job. The worst lines you can hear in a business is someone saying, that's not my job. I, I do hate it when people say that. But they genuinely might have a case. Actually, if you're giving the operations person an engineering job, then maybe it isn't their job. But of course, that would be daft. Play to the strengths. Make sure that the person who you're giving the skills or giving the delegation to or giving the task to or the project actually has the uh, skills to get that done or the ability to get it done. You're not setting them up to fail. There's no point in delegating to someone who then would fail because what is the point in that? You'd fail miserably on both counts if you did that. So make sure you're delegating the right way. Make sure you're open to them and honest with them and why you're delegating them. I'm delegating this to you because you've got the skills to do it. You've got the ability to do it. And I think you'll do a great job at delivering it. And of course, the follow-up will be, and I expect a delivery date of X and Y further down the route. So delegation, it's something you need to know as a manager. It's something you must do or you will fail or burn out or both. And it's something that's good for the person being delegated to because it shows that you've got trust in them and the business trusts them to deliver results. Right, as ever, I ask for feedback at this point in the show. So please, if you can, send me an email to managermatpodcast at gmail.com on new or old topics. I'd love to engage them in the future and keep sending your feedback or how you're finding the new show and its video format or if you're listening on audio, the audio format. Well, that's it for Manager Matt this week. Thanks for listening and goodbye. Thank you so much for listening to this Manager Matt podcast. We hope you found it interesting, helpful and actionable. One last thing, please leave a quick review on iTunes or with your podcast provider as it helps to spread the word of Manager Matt. If you haven't already done so, please subscribe to the podcast. And if you did like anything in particular, send an email to managermattpodcast at gmail.com or visit managermatt.co.uk for more content. Feedback is a gift, so let's keep giving. See you next week.